Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Network, your weekly source for information, empowerment, and connection. The Edge Magazine and its advertisers bring you inspired interviews and conversation on learning and healing, on our sacred journey, and on topics that expand beyond time and space. Now, welcome today's host. Welcome to EFT Happy Half Hour with best-selling author Katherine Taylor. As a licensed marriage and family therapist and addictions counselor, Katherine is certified by EFT master Lindsay Kinney and trained in accessing the Akashic Records of your soul. Stay tuned to learn how to take the edge off limiting beliefs, quiet disruptive feelings, reduce physical challenges, and dissolve spiritual blocks. And now I'm proud to introduce you to the mother of inner child work, Catherine Taylor. Greetings and welcome. Welcome to today's show. Again, I'm Catherine Taylor, your host of EFT Happy Half Hour. And today we're going to talk about shame. We're going to talk about coming in and out of shame. And shame is that feeling where we drop in to that part of ourselves where we just don't feel good enough where we feel not acceptable, we feel like we are rotten to the core. And you've probably heard this before, but the difference between shame and guilt is that guilt has to do with something that we did that we feel badly about. Shame has to do with us feeling bad about who we are. Now, sometimes we feel shame about something that we did, because we judge ourselves for it. We judge ourselves as being incompetent or, you know, how many times do you say you do something and then you say, oh, I'm so stupid, and then you feel badly about yourself. Well, that is dropping in to that lethal feeling of shame. And I'm going to read to you this intro because actually it's a poem that starts out the whole inner child workbook. So I've had this poem in my possession since April of 87 when I attended a um, spiritual retreat uh, spiritual retreat in the, on the big island of Hawaii. And one of the women there, Auntie uh, Jessie, brought this poem in, and I was so touched by it because it really speaks to what inner child work is. And inner child work is all about healing that shame. So I'm going to read this, and then we'll talk about that in a minute. There was a time when you were not a slave. Remember that. A time when you were not a slave to your fears, your betrayals, your wounds. Remember that. You walked alone, full of laughter. You bathed, bare-bellied. You may have lost all recollection of it, but remember You say there are not words to describe it. You say it does not exist. But remember, make an effort to remember, or failing that, invent. And that's by Monique Wittig. And what I love about that is when I read that first line, there was a time when you were not a slave. It, to me, speaks about being a slave to our own fears, to our own doubts, to our own you know, inabilities to step into who we really are. 
And that is laced with that experience of shame. And it's a time when we don't feel confident. We can't be full of laughter. We are full of that dreaded, dreaded, drippy feeling of not being good enough. Now, how many times have we felt that? The first time we feel that, the first time we can identify shame is between the ages of three to six. The reason is that it is at that point in our development where we can cognitively assess what gets favor and what doesn't. So often we are shamed into being good little girls or good little boys. And we begin to calculate our behavior based on winning favor from the adults in our lives or being shamed and experiencing the disfavor from the adults in our lives. So we begin to cognitively adjust who we are so that we step more and more into being acceptable. And that follows us all the way through uh, our, our school years, our grade school years, our high school years, our college years. And if we don't heal it, it follows us into adulthood. And it follows us because we have those moments where we just collapse back into that three-year-old. You may have had an experience like that. Say at work with a, a particularly difficult uh, superior. It may have been your supervisor. It may have been your job or your um, boss. But it's a moment when you didn't quite match what they wanted you to do. And that person then put you down. Or it may have been with a loved one where you were belittled. And if we buy into that, into the shame, we collapse into that despair of the shame. Now, sometimes we rally and we fight back. And that's more the 15 to 17-year-old where we rebel against what the person's saying. But if it gets past the rebel within us and it goes deep into that core, then what we've activated is that 3- to 6-year-old. And it's that part of self that really needs to be tended to and loved, and we need to develop that unconditional regard for that part of self. So if you are flip-flopping in and out of shame, then you first have to find the self-esteem that comes from you being connected, yes, to your divine self. No one is going to accept us more than that higher self. And in order to get to the higher self, we have to go vertical. We have to go to that higher realm, that higher frequency of energy. The best way to get there, the best way to practice that is by doing our meditations, by clearing our mind and allowing that sphere, that vibrational frequency of our most illuminated self to envelop us and to feel that unconditional regard that only comes from the divine. Because we're all human, no matter how much we're loved, no matter how much we love, we are going to feel judgment. That's part of the human experience. And the more we judge ourselves, the more we judge others. All of that comes from the three- to six-year-old. All of that comes from that emotion of shame. And like I said, we can feel that in response to things that we do. I recently had a 70th birthday, and one of the ways that I celebrated it was to meet with this group of women that I'd been working with for over a year. And 
I it was called the Women's Gathering, and I entitled it Reflections of a Woman. And it was just reading different parts of the different books that I've read or written. And this one piece really captures shame. It was written when I was on the road in my RV. I was traveling around the country shortly after the Inner Child Workbook came out. And I was doing workshops. I would pull into a city and there'd be a host where I would park my RV and I'd be there for a month. And halfway through this journey, I was on the road for a year, and halfway through it, my dog, who was my steady companion, that was the only kind of sense of security that I had was my dog named Banks. And he was diagnosed with having a um, cancerous tumor. And so that threw me into this real kind of crisis of faith, really, because I had agreed with Spirit to go on the road to do these workshops, and all I wanted in return was for the workshops to be full and for Max and I to be safe. And so when Max wasn't safe, I felt really betrayed. But the piece I'm going to read to you is when I was traveling from San Francisco Bay Area up to Montana. And I hadn't gotten to the anger that I felt at Spirit yet. I was just dealing with the the intense grief of being on the road, having this tragedy, having this this challenge before me, and still having to show up um, professionally. And that contrast was really difficult. But in this particular scene, you'll see how the shame creeped up in the way that I was kind of tracking things. And so it begins with Max and I traveling up north. So this is right out of my book, Maximized. With Max riding shotgun, we headed up north. This time, the destination was Montana. The drive through Nevada was comforting. I welcomed the vastness and openness of the desert. The lack of stimuli was a relief. I liked these drives from one city to the next. They gave me the proper time to digest the last experience as I readied myself for the next. This drive was proving to me just how difficult the last month had truly been. Although prosperous emotionally and spiritually, it had taken its physical toll. Max, too, showed signs of wear. Still recuperating from his second chemotherapy treatment, he was docile for most of the trip. Finally, he began to bounce back. My car, however, did not. When I arrived, I realized I had towed it all the way up to Montana without taking it out of gear. The transmission was shot. The metaphor of this incident was spellbinding. My car, my vehicle of transformation, had been stripped of its power, stripped because of my neglect. Embracing this truth shattered something within me that was so vital primal and core, that I lost the internal balance that had been holding the veil of fear and regret intact. The way I had neglected my car became a mirror for how I was now neglecting myself. I had been hanging on to the illusion that I was handling this crisis quite well. Evidently, that was not the case. I tumbled down a stairway of shame and guilt and landed in a dungeon of self-recrimination and blame. The voices that greeted me were vile their accusations cold, wet, and without mercy. I think out of everything that I've written in all six books that I've written, there's no uh, excerpt that captures that feeling of shame where our self-talk is cold, wet, and without mercy. 
And shame is really when we turn on ourselves. And the antidote for that is getting to the loving part of us, the illuminated adult self, and allowing that self to connect with the inner child that's been triggered or the adult self that's holding the vibration of that inner child and beginning to do more of an acceptance and a forgiveness and coming in to really honoring our humanness. And that's what kind of got me through that because what I realized after that was how incredibly grief-stricken I really was because I was losing my best friend and I was out on the road with no other security. And it was important for me to have some some compassion for what I was dealing with so that I could move beyond that and pay the, I think, $2,500 to get the transmission fixed. It was a pretty expensive lesson. But that's how, that's how kind of out of sync I was with myself. And this helped me get back into alignment because it helped me come back into forgiveness with myself. So what I want to do today is to do a tapping sequence where we acknowledge the shame, acknowledge the self-judgment, acknowledge the judgment that we have even for others. And we allow ourselves to come back into a state of forgiveness, a state of accepting our humanness, and a state of unconditional regard for ourselves and for all those around us. So if you haven't tapped with me before, I encourage you to take a drink of water, to um, kind of go into just a meditation and visit my website and go to Interactive Tapping Explained, and that will give you the background for it. I, d- I don't want you to have to hang up, but don't try to tap if you've never tapped before. If you've tapped with me or if you're familiar with tapping, then I will do the, the setup phrase, and then we'll tap on the endpoints. I will not call out the endpoints because everybody starts at a different place. But every time I say a different phrase, then just move to your next point. So we can begin to move from the shame into positive regard and into forgiveness and into an unconditional love for ourselves, for our inner child, for our situations, and for others. All right. So take a deep breath. Rub your hands together. And then come to the karate point. Even though I am experiencing this incredible self-deprecation and shame and judgment about something that was said to me or a situation in which I felt less than, either resulting from somebody else's behavior with me or resulting from my own actions. I want to neutralize that incredible, lethal feeling so that I can come back into a state of love and calm. So even though I feel really at odds with myself right now. 
and I am judging myself without mercy because of what was said to me or because of my own behavior. And I really want to move beyond this so that I can experience the resolution of the shame and move into a state of peace and calm. Okay, so we've set our intention out. Now, we're just going to do a series of uh, rounds where we're tapping on the endpoints, and we're going to first neutralize the emotion of shame, which is more just traditional tapping. Then we're going to forgive ourselves so that we can step into our empowered self. And then we'll do a round talking to the inner child that may have gotten triggered. So let's just tap on the emotion itself. Come to the first point that you use. This shame. I feel so badly about myself. This lethal feeling. So rotten to the core. Judging myself. Calling myself stupid. Really, without any mercy. I judge myself so harshly. And I feel at odds with myself. And I don't know how to move forward. All of this shame, all of this judgment, all of this incredible, lethal feeling of remorse. How could I be so stupid? I can't believe what I did. I can't believe how I feel. But I want to move forward. I want to feel okay about this. I want to embrace my humanness. I want to take a deep breath and allow spirit in. I want to claim my right to feel the positive regard. Now take a moment, stop tapping on the endpoints, and put one hand on your belly. Third, well, really the third chakra. That's usually where we hold our shame. And usually I put my left hand where I feel the tension and my right hand on my heart. And just breathe in to your left hand and expand and breathe out and release and let go. Breathe in and expand. Breathe out and release and let go. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in and expand, breathe out and release and let go, 
Breathe in. Breathe out. Now take a cleansing breath. Come back to the karate. Even though I had this incredibly damaging experience, and I felt a lot of shame, embarrassment, and even remorse, I now am willing to forgive myself. I know that I'm human, that I can make mistakes and not be all bad. I may be different, but I'm not deficient. I'm no longer a slave to my self-hate or my fears. I allow myself to release and let go. So even though I've had this incredible experience, I now choose to release it and let it go. Now come to your endpoints. And if you'd already moved to your endpoints, that's fine. But now consciously do it. All of this shame, embarrassment, remorse. I can't believe what I experienced. I felt so bad. And I want to let it go. I'm willing to let it go. I'm willing to open up. I'm willing to forgive myself. I'm willing to move forward. I'm willing to release, expand, and let go. I'm willing. I'm able. And I release and let it go. I let it go. I let it go. I let it go. All right, now we're going to just tap on the endpoints and we're going to just inflate ourselves with faith, hope, forgiveness, and then we'll be fortified enough to speak to the inner child. So just come back to your first point. I'm willing to forgive. I'm willing to expand. I'm willing to feel okay with myself. I'm willing to let go. I'm willing to grow. I'm willing to learn from my mistake. I'm willing to embrace my humanness so that I can embrace the humanness of others. I can allow myself the luxury of being human. I can allow myself the luxury of making a mistake. It's okay. I'm okay. I choose at this time to love and let go. Okay, shake your hands out. 
And now, come back to the karate, and we're going to talk to the inner child that may have gotten triggered. Even though I, as the adult, made this mistake, I am so sorry, little one, that it triggered so much shame in you. So even though it's been very difficult to make peace with this action, I love you and myself enough to let go. All right, shake your hands out. Come back to your first point. I love you, little one. I am the one that you've been waiting for. I, as the adult, made this mistake. But it's okay. It's okay to be human. It's okay to accept the humanness of others. It's okay to love ourselves enough to let go. I love you, and I'm willing to keep you safe. I'm willing to work with you so you can move beyond the shame that my behavior caused for you. I'm so sorry that you once again had to feel that lethal feeling. And I'm ready to retrieve you, to heal you, and to keep you safe. Now take a deep breath. You might want to imagine that younger part of you sitting on your lap or you embracing that younger part in some way. Shame is usually based on the false belief that we feel we must be perfect. And there is no such thing as perfection. And perfectionism is always the other side of the coin of shame. If we have the belief that we need to be perfect, then we will fail. So working with shame, working with perfectionism, also brings you into working with judgment and projection. And all of those come from that three- to six-year-old developmental stage. They get revisited in the 12- to 15-year-old where you feel awkward with your peers. And instead of feeling shame, you feel self-conscious. And it's that gurgling feeling in the center of your belly that you don't quite fit in, that follows you into adulthood. And hopefully, this tapping will point you in the right direction so that you can begin to resolve it and release it and can step into your human self with acceptance and regard. All right, take a deep breath. Take another deep breath. 
Now, if you feel the need to contact me about any shame that got triggered for you, please do so for that free 15-minute assessment. We'll talk a little further about how you might be able to work with your inner child or with your adult shame or with a shameful situation or with a shaming situation. You may be the one that's shaming others, but that, trust me, is coming from you as well. So I hope it has been useful and helpful. And until next time, be good to you and to those you love. Thank you for tuning in to Edge EFT Happy Half Hour with Katherine Taylor. Want to hear more about how to discover your true potential, enrich your relationship with yourself and others, and increase your ability to succeed? Contact Catherine at 612-710-7720 to sign up for one of her many online programs or to experience hands-on guidance, schedule a lifestyle coaching session today. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.